Thought Leadership Studio. You're listening to Thought Leadership Studio, the podcast that helps you master high-level positive mass influence to create distinctive business niches, captivate an audience, grow your following, and change the game by changing the frame with strategic thought leadership. Thought Leadership Studio. Welcome to Thought Leadership Studio. I'm your host, Chris McNeil, strategic thought leadership coach and consultant. This is episode 39, how AI can support thought leadership by using it with what's called the skyscraper strategy. We'll cover AI versus search engines like Google, methods for using ChatGPT for thought leadership, adapting the skyscraper strategy from SEO. So what this episode will do for you is it'll help you learn a method for using generative AI like ChatGPT for thought leadership. It'll help you discover or maybe just get a helpful reminder of what's called the skyscraper strategy, typically used for search engine marketing and how it can be applied and adapted to developing a powerful message of strategic thought leadership. The contrast, the use of chat AI, like ChatGPT, with search engines and the relative pluses and minuses of each. And as part of that, learn the only two things that generate profits in a business and how strategic thought leadership is where those two things intersect. So before we dive more deeply, just a reminder about what this podcast is for. Thought Leadership Studio is a workshop in strategic positive influence. So you can consider this podcast an ongoing workshop to help you attain even more peak performance in your thought leadership. Think of the episodes as your library for self training as a high-performing thought leader. So it's condensed learning. So keep in mind that with some of these topics, I spent years honing my approach with model building, testing, learning, and incorporating principles from breakthrough examples, as well as various other ways of innovating and optimizing. And my intention is to bring this learning down to a condensed form for your optimum empowerment. So I strongly recommend repeated listening, as well as keeping in mind that multiple level learning can happen, at least to some extent, outside of conscious awareness. Having an impact on beliefs is actually a higher level of influence with accompanying higher positive impact than the typical conscious mind learning, like remembering a list of the right things to do. And through my training and Things like design human engineering and neuro-linguistic programming, systems thinking, game theory. I'm using techniques like multiple level learning, embedded metaphorical loops, accelerated learning, both to give you an accelerated training process on this never-ending continuum of being better at strategic positive influence, and also to act as a model to follow in how I convey the skills to assist you consciously and unconsciously in putting these to work in your own communication. And before I dive into this further, I want to remind you that if you're listening on an app, check out 
the link in the episode description and that will take you to the episode page on thoughtleadershipstudio.com which has extra resources, a different perspective, that which fits better on a web page than on an audible podcast episode to fill out your learning in this area, as well as links to some free offers like the Marketer's Guide to Strategic Thought Leadership, which will help you utilize the building blocks of strategic thought leadership in your own persuasion and marketing or leadership. And also a link to get a free 30-minute brainstorming or discovery session with me in which we can address your thought leadership specifically. Welcome again to Thought Leadership Studio, your ongoing workshop in positive mass influence. Today we'll be discussing the use of artificial intelligence for thought leadership in particular, how to avoid potential pitfalls and how to leverage its strengths in service of building a message that captivates a growing and loyal audience. The rise of ChatGPT and similar AI technologies is creating a significant impact on our work habits, on our communication strategies. And as a listener of this podcast, I hope you're seeing, hearing, and feeling how much support there is for the thought leadership position that in order to lead a market segment, a profession, a field, you have to lead the thinking of an audience and leading the thinking of an audience is best done through strategic thought leadership. So wherever you're at on the continuum of skills and positive mass influence as learners and practitioners of strategic thought leadership, it's essential for us to identify the opportunities that this change presents and approach it with a mindset of driving change instead of being a victim of it. And that's a key principle underlying strategic thought leadership, being an agent of positive change. While it's sometimes easy to feel our heads spinning as the rate of change accelerates yet more, like with AI suddenly being incorporated into day-to-day business life, isn't it? Also about embracing yet another opportunity to train our minds to see opportunity where others might see problems. Such opportunities might include leading our audiences to new perspectives on the use of AI, as well as incorporating strategies for ourselves into how we do leadership, how we do marketing, how we do PR, and other forms of large-scale positive influence. And isn't this point, being a catalyst for positive change, worth reflecting on together? A while back, I wrote a series of posts about what I call paradigm vectors that pointed out how new paradigms and the responses to them follow three kinds of vectors. Now, a paradigm is a global belief system, a belief system a lot of people hold, and 
What a belief system is, is something that we act on as if it's true. And if you've dove into things like the Marketer's Guide to Strategic Thought Leadership, which you can get for free, by the way, on the episode page, this link to in the episode description, you already know that there is a structure to paradigms, there's a structure to mental models, there's a structure to belief systems, they're all just different degrees of the same thing. And that is a connection between two things that we act on as if it's true. So the thing to understand about paradigms is that when they change for a particular audience, there's a paradigm leader or multiple paradigm leaders, there are paradigm adapters, and there are paradigm victims. So three responses to a shift in paradigm. You're initiating it, you're adapting to it, or you're being victimized by it. And it's no secret which one of those strategic thought leadership is all about. It's about creating a new way of looking at things, a new perspective, and taking an audience to that. So it's being a paradigm leader. Now, you can be a paradigm leader for a relatively small audience. It doesn't have to be worldwide. It just has to be meaningful to the change that you want to bring about. And you can do that within a greater, more global paradigm shift that you're adapting to, like the age of artificial intelligence. Now, within that, you can come up with innovative perspectives on how to utilize this artificial intelligence or innovative perspectives on how to avoid pitfalls other might be victimized by um, and make the absolute most out of it for yourself and for your audience. Now, in large global paradigms, some examples of paradigm leaders are, and I talked about this, by the way, in a blog post called Four Key Examples of Paradigm Shifts that I am linking to on the episode page on thoughtleadershipstudio.com, which you can get to with a link in the description if you're listening on an app. So some examples of these paradigm leaders are, of course, Elon Musk and Tesla in making fast, cool electric cars, Steve Jobs and Apple in making high-powered touchscreen smartphones. Remember, it was like Blackberries before. Now, what happened to Blackberry? They're more of a paradigm victim and that their market position, their market share was minimized when paradigms changed. Like Amazon Kindle was an example of being a paradigm leader. A paradigm adapter could be said to be Barnes and Noble with their Nook e-reader so that people could not just buy books in a Barnes and Noble, they could buy them online from Barnes and Noble. And of course, being a paradigm adapter rather than the leader, Barnes and Noble's market share in company valuation is far behind that of Amazon Kindle, but they did adapt. An example of a paradigm victim that did not adapt would be Borders Bookstore. In streaming movies, paradigm leader Netflix, paradigm adapter Amazon, in that category with this Prime Video, paradigm victim Blockbuster. So you get the point? And of course, these are very large global paradigm shifts, but within a niche, within a category, within a field or profession, there can be perhaps smaller paradigms 
more manageable paradigms. Maybe everybody isn't changing, but for a particular audience, their perspective shifts on how to get the most value out of using a product or service or how to elevate its use to a new and better purpose. And I bring up the concept of paradigm vectors, bring up the concept of three responses to new paradigms, the leader, the adapter, and the victim, in order to set the frame, set the stage for understanding how within this massive paradigm shift of artificial intelligence becoming part of day-to-day -day business life at a higher level, you can find innovative ways not to just adapt, but to be a leader in how to make the best use of it. So in summary, the three paradigm vectors are one is a paradigm leader who sets a new paradigm, a new way of thinking, a new perspective in motion. A paradigm adapter perceives this shift in paradigm and proactively adapts to it. But a paradigm victim stays stuck in the old paradigm. And understanding the dynamics of paradigms, of global belief systems or mental models is a quantum leap ahead of simply working on optimizing tactics in service of results. And it's a fundamental basis behind strategic thought leadership. And I'm not gonna go deeper into that except to refer you to some blog posts and other resources on the episode page um, several blog posts having to do with paradigm vectors, four key examples, the three paradigm vectors in more detail, and something called the shift hits the fans, a reference to Galaxy Quest, the movie, and paradigms collapse, uh, as well as a post about AI and human creativity. So links to all that's on the episode page. If you're listening on app, check out the episode description, click into it to do a deeper dive because our goal is to help you maximize the benefits of AI for yourself and for your audience, whether you're a business owner, an influencer, or anyone looking to lead others towards a particular philosophy or approach. And we'll be sharing our evolving perspective on utilizing AI for strategic thought leadership in just a minute. But first, let's have a message from our sponsor, Digital Marketing Agency, Fifth Level Web. Thought Leadership Studio. Tired of your company's online presence falling short of your expectations? Look no further than Fifth Level Web, the web development and internet marketing company that makes the internet turnkey for companies with $5 million to $100 million in sales. At Fifth Level Web, we have high-level tech experts on hand to ensure quick response times and top-notch service. Our team will work with you to create a compelling message and web presence 
that sets you apart from the competition. Establishing your company as a market leader with the thought process of strategic thought leadership. But don't just take our word for it. Try us out for free. Head to fifthlevelweb.com forward slash TLS. That is the number five, T-H-L-E-V-E-L-W-E-B.com forward slash T as in thought, L as in leadership, S as in studio. Head to fifthlevelweb.com forward slash TLS to claim your web analysis and consultation and see the difference Fifth Level Web can make for your business. Let us help you cut through the clutter and achieve online success today. The link is in the episode description as well as on the episode page on thoughtleadershipstudio.com. I want to help you maximize the benefits of AI for yourself, for your audience, whether you're a business owner, influencer, or anyone looking to lead others towards a particular philosophy or approach. Let's consider ChatGPT, called Autocomplete on Steroids by Noam Chomsky. Sure, it can be useful for getting quick answers to our queries, to our questions, but if we're using it to generate content, let's recall that content needs to lead to new thinking, to add value, to really be thought leadership. So if we're using it to answer questions on the minds of our audience, consider that our readers, watchers, and listeners could get the same or similar answers from AI ourselves. So we don't want to really use it just to answer the questions and share what it's giving us. There's little point in creating content that gives our audience the same answer they can get from AI themselves because they'll just ask AI themselves instead of finding value in our perspectives. So we must not rely solely on AI to replace our own thinking. Instead, we can use it to extract what I call a baseline audience position more quickly and effectively. And to use AI for strategic thought leadership, we need to focus on understanding what's important to our audience. In other words, their higher values. And by doing so, we can earn their attention, earn their engagement by centering on what truly matters to them to help them get more out of whatever it is that we offer. So let's consider more about where search engine optimization fits in with all this. SEO has a relationship with thought leadership marketing. There's some overlap.
many businesses rely heavily on leads generated by internet traffic from search engines. Now, someone new to the concept of search engine marketing might initially think this is all about getting in front of customers who are ready to buy when they search for the product or service they're looking for. That's part of it, but it's even more important to rank high for the kinds of searches people do when they're researching ahead of a purchase to educate themselves. And we know from research, over 80% of customers making a major purchase do pre-purchase research online, even for an offline purchase, to refine their buying criteria and to make a smarter decision. And smart business people, entrepreneurs, and leaders will feed this online research by using it to develop and deliver the best answer. leadership content. The idea is that your, if your answer to a typical researching customer's question is the best answer online, it'll tend to create the engagement, the trust, the social bookmarks, and the links that help it rank higher in search engines, earning traffic, conversions, and business by doing so. But now artificial intelligence is challenging search engine marketing. We've got a serious challenge to search engine marketing or SEO marketing. If a customer is doing pre-purchase research online, will they get a better answer more easily by asking Google or other search engines or by asking ChatGPT or other chatbots? Microsoft's Google competitor, Bing, is now incorporating ChatGPT in its results. You just have to click on Chat. But doing that won't lead you to a website that has a best answer. So if you rely heavily on search engines for your business, AI can be disruptive until and unless you learn to utilize it in a couple of ways. First, ensure that your answer is better than what people can get from AI like ChatGPT. And this is where the skyscraper strategy comes into play. By offering the best answer on the web, you can dominate the skyline and differentiate yourself from others. And when I say the best answer on the web, that includes search engines and AI. AI presents an opportunity to enhance your thought leadership by using it to extract baseline audience thinking more quickly and more effectively. By using it to benchmark the current best thinking on a topic within your field profession or market niche. To assist in discovering potential unmet higher values in your audience that the current best thinking does not. And it provides another channel for the discovery of your thought leadership position, assuming that you package and promote it so it's robust in this new world of artificial intelligence. And I'm going to be talking a lot more about that in future content. So 
What is this skyscraper strategy? It's an approach to search engine optimization that involves creating high quality content that's better than the existing content on a particular topic or keyword. The idea is to create content that's more comprehensive, better researched, and more useful than what's currently available in order to attract more links, shares, and traffic to a website. And the process usually involves the following steps. One, identify a topic or keyword with high search volume and competition. Number two, research the existing content on that topic and identify the gaps, weaknesses, and opportunities. Number three, create a piece of content that's longer, more detailed, and more engaging than the existing content. Four, promote the content to relevant websites, blogs, and social media platforms with the goal of getting links and shares. And five, by creating this high quality content that stands out from the competition, you can attract more link shares and traffic to your website, which will improve your search engine rankings and ultimately drive more organic traffic to your site. Now that's the standard way of looking at the skyscraper strategy for SEO. And since we're importing some ideas from the strategy from SEO to use with artificial intelligence for strategic thought leadership, let's take a minute and contrast AI with search engines like Google from the customer point of view. So artificial intelligence versus search engines. In terms of being informational, AI is a winner. Um, in terms of being navigational, search engines are the winner. In terms of being transactional, search engines are the winner. For pre-purchase research that's general, AI is the winner. For pre-purchase research that is very specific, search engines can be the winner. For local, um, I would say it's a draw. And for personal use, uh, for just general questions, AI is the winner. So consider people asking questions doing this, the pre-purchase research I was discussing. And if they're asking AI the question, how do you show up there? Well, this can be done, and it can be done by having a robust enough thought leadership model that it cuts through the clutter and gets enough use in your field or profession that AI picks it up. It's like when I asked ChatGPT what an idea virus is. It referenced Seth Godin and his book, Unleashing the Idea Virus. Seth took the time to package the concept, to organize the concept, to break it into understandable chunks, to put it in a book, to propagate that book, to promote it well, and to get well-known for a concept that became widely used in marketing. So we're talking about things like Benchmarking your competitors' perspectives, the point of views that they're offering the customer. Benchmarking the customer's mental models, how they currently think about how your product or service fits into their lives, how it's used, what's important about it, what it should do for them, and create better perspectives that give more empowering answers including to the questions prospects ask when you do pre-purchase research 
And then it's packaging, packaging your model, branding it, promoting it once you have it well branded through the typical media and methods. And this benchmarking of these two endpoints of the baseline thinking contrasted with your thought leadership model should include a deep structural analysis, discovering the mental models behind the current thinking that you aim to better by using both search engines and AI. To do this work on a deeper structure of mental models, it's like ensuring a new building has an adequate foundation so it holds together in a hurricane. And there's methods for creating this thought leadership model that includes a thought leadership path of old thinking and new thinking, talking points to support propelling people from old thinking to new thinking, ensuring that, that it's going to resonate with what's important to your audience and which will help you attract their attention and build it. There's, there's an architecture for this called the thought process, spelled T-H-A-U-T, that there's a lot of detail on on thoughtleadershipstudio.com and on thought.io, T-H-A-U-T.io. And that helps you build this compelling backstory. Um, and it's also about contrasting this baseline with creative new thinking. Because if we're truly doing thought leadership, we're leading an audience to a new perspective. And that new perspective is by definition creative. And if we're using AI that only has the past to work from, then we might want to remember my dictum that one measure of creativity is that which artificial intelligence could not predict. Because AI is just based on the past and it can recombine the past, but something really true and creative and new is, is going to maybe be the fuel for future answers from AI. And that's what you want, especially when you got it packaged. So like Seth Godin did with Unleashing the Idea Virus, it packages it so that AI will regurgitate it in a way that leads back to you. So only to use ChatGPT, of course, is to discover this baseline thinking, to start to unravel the possibly hidden assumptions or unspoken rules that we might find a useful angle to challenge in a helpful way. These can be hidden or unspoken rules of a profession, fields of inquiry, branch of science. And at this point, we can ask, what's the role of changing beliefs if we're dealing with hard evidence? And I'd counter that with how many situations where new evidence appears that's minimized or disregarded because of people's tendency to stay stuck and embedded in old belief systems, even in the face of new evidence. So there's multiple examples of this in science. And what we're aiming to do is to get assumptions that we can challenge with a new perspective in the right format to begin to apply the thought process of strategic thought leadership. And to do that, we want to translate them into what we call if-then statements. If you do this, you get that. And begin to explore counterpart thought leadership positions, a new if-then statement. Oh, if you do this, you get this instead, because this is actually more important than that. So it challenges them with an alternative and better if-then statement. So it's a useful experiment to ask Chappie Chi 
ChatGPT not only to show the hidden assumptions and beliefs, the unspoken rules in a field profession or product or service category or competitive segment of the marketplace, but to use this linguistic power to translate these unspoken rules into if-then statements because that clarifies. Once you get the hidden assumptions behind a position into the format of an if-then statement, it enables you to use multiple tools of linguistic persuasion to formulate new arguments to lead thinking in helpful new directions. And this is where innovation and marketing intersect because we're talking about creative new thinking. We're talking about innovation in thinking, innovation in creating perspectives. Now, it might be, like I mentioned, um, that a new invention or new discovery challenges old assumptions, but people stay in their old assumptions. And that's when the tools of strategic thought leadership can be helpful for bringing people's beliefs along the way, catching them up to new discoveries to best take advantage of them. So I think it was Peter Drucker that said, all profits in the business come from only two things, innovation and marketing. And I would say that strategic thought leadership is the intersection of those two things. So strategic thought leadership can be the foundation of profits, innovative new thinking used as marketing to help people appreciate physical innovations or perhaps to get more value out of something that is not perhaps innovative in the standard way, but by looking at it in an innovative way, they can get more benefits. Thought Leadership Studio. Thanks again for listening to Thought Leadership Studio. I'm your host, Chris McNeil, strategic thought leadership coach, consultant, marketing agency owner and director. And this has been episode 39, how AI can support thought leadership with the skyscraper strategy. I hope it's been helpful. If you're listening on an app, please check out the episode page. It's linked to in the episode description. And on the episode page, you'll see supporting graphics and resource links to things, including the Marketer's Guide to Strategic Thought Leadership that can help you organize the building blocks and work on the deep structure of your own thought leadership. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to seeing you next week. And hey, if you're on LinkedIn, give me a buzz on LinkedIn. The link is on my author bio at the bottom of the episode page as well. Look forward to seeing you next week, and thanks again. Thought Leadership Studio.